1: Today on the show, we have Shannon Hudson with Nine Round Fitness. Welcome, Shannon.
0: Hey, thanks for having me.
1: Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about Nine Round Fitness. How are you serving folks?
0: Well, we serve people by uh, helping them punch and kick to get in better shape with a kickboxing fitness program. And uh, we, uh, we use kickboxing as the vehicle to make people feel better and just live a better life.
1: So what's your backstory? How did you get involved in fitness and in kickboxing?
0: Great question. Uh, my older brother, almost nine years older than me, started martial arts when I was born in 1979. And I grew up basically in a karate school. I remember going to watch him do karate. And uh, when I turned seven years old, almost eight, I started karate in the same karate school and just grew up loving it, started competing in karate tournaments, then went into boxing and, kickboxing and Uh, Turned professional as a professional kickboxer. I won a world title in 2011 up in Canada. Uh, Had a great career. I got to meet some really neat people. I got to fight on Chuck Norris's World Combat League as a professional. I got to do some really neat things. I got to fight in Europe, uh, representing the USA over there on the on a kickboxing event in Europe a couple times. And uh, you know, I wanted to create something that um, I could give to the average person, but take out the getting hit part and make it all about fitness and fun. And we created, my wife and I created this 30 minute workout back in 2008. And here we are, uh, 13 years later and 700 locations later.
1: So now, um, when you were making the transition from being a professional, uh, fighter, to creating something that you know a regular person could enjoy and benefit from was that a difficult transition to um just mentally kind of wrap your head around okay everything i've been doing and training for has been to um succeed as a fighter in a ring and now i'm going to take some of those techniques similar techniques and then use it for a regular person to just kind of get in shape was mentally was that difficult for you
0: uh, of course i mean you have to think uh, we call, the term we use is beginner friendly, right? So how do we take something that I took to a very high level and make it beginner friendly where you, you know, anyone can do it. And, and that's kind of the mentality you have to have when you want to scale something on the masses is make it very beginner friendly. So that's what we've done. And uh, I think we've done a pretty good job of it. And, you know, so, so yes, it is challenging, uh, but it's a different mindset. Yes, sir.
1: Now when you're um when you were first kind of playing around with the concept um and you were focusing in on beginners and people um that don't want to be kind of the best fighter they can be but just want to kind of start moving and play on the ground with their grandkids uh okay. that's a different kind of audience and clientele that I'm sure you were surrounded with was that hard for you to kind of kind of wrap your head around how to serve these kind of people that are just you know, for them going to check the mail and coming back and not be winded is a big victory.
0: No, you're, you're so right. And yeah, it was challenging and it surprised us. My, when I say us, my wife and I, you know, because you think boxing, kickboxing, you think this guy, tough stuff kind of, kind of thing. But when we opened it, opened the very first non-run location in 2008, we realized, oh my gosh, females are a big part of this. And today Demographically, we're sixty to seventy percent female, age thirty to forty, and it really surprised us. Um, Can yes, can younger people and older people do it? Absolutely, but that's real. That's a real sweet spot for that. And uh, my wife Heather is a big advocate for it and believes that one of the reasons is females want to feel empowered, and they they do feel empowered punching and kicking. Where maybe guys like you and I, Lee, grew up wrestling and roughhousing, and maybe uh, maybe. Females didn't do that as much, but um, it surprised us on who this what who's attracted to this, and you know we're very we, now we've learned so much and we're very grateful for it, but it was surprising and, and and very different than we thought originally.
1: So then, when you were starting out, did you have to kind of format the classes a lot different than maybe you initially drew them up?
0: No, you know that, that's funny you say that the 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 nine stations, the nine different rounds, are still the same uh, equip same, same type of round, but we do different drills on the rounds every day. The workout changes every day. So we didn't have to change anything as far as the core format of the model. We've definitely improved since then. You know, we have full-time workout programmers in-house that program all these workouts for the franchise owners out there. And you mentioned the word classes. It's, 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 it's funny you say that because we really don't have classes. The 30 minute sessions is a circuit that's running, pretty much all of the most of the day. And when a member shows up, they can just pop in the circuit whenever they, whenever they get there, which makes it really appealing for very busy people. So they don't have to make a set class time.
1: So So you don't have to be there at noon. You can come at any time and then just jump in and where you start is where you start. And it takes about 30 minutes to complete.
0: You got it. You nailed it. It's like a conveyor belt. It's perfect.
1: And then um, now, what about from a franchisee standpoint, is your ideal franchisee like kind of that fitness and wellness person or could it be anybody?
0: It is. Well, it's a couple of things that the director of the studio, which which is the face of the business. And that might be an owner operator, or it might be a manager, right? So like Lee, if you wanted to hire, I don't know you Lee, and you didn't want to be in the day to day, then you would hire a a manager to run the studio who would be into fitness. Yes. And love people and love being the face of the business. If you were the owner operator and wanted to do that as your job, right? You, you would be in there and you would be And we definitely want you to love fitness. One of our values is you have to love fitness. You have to love people. This is a people business and you got to be able to connect with people. So yes.
1: So somebody on the team's got to be that face for the uh, nine round fitness studio.
0: You got it. You have to have a driver in there that drives the business. That's the day to day. It's the face of the business. Kind of like I'm the face of the franchising company, right? I go to the events. I'm on, I'm on the radio shows with you, right? I, so So yes, you have to have that person that has that passion for it because that energy and that excitement is attractive and that's what you want.
1: Now, um, when a person uh, takes on this, are you looking for that owner to be kind of just that fitness wellness person that's serving that local community? Or at this stage, are you looking for kind of, I need empire builders who is going to take over a market that's going to, you know, take over a large territory and so therefore I'm looking for more of the professional franchisee who maybe has other franchises that are aligned with this from a customer standpoint but then they can weave this into a make a really dynamic portfolio.
0: Yeah, great question. Actually, we're looking for both. We will take both. You know, we we love the smart business operator that's very advanced in franchising. In fact, we have several that own other concepts, not fitness, but and they are multi-unit owners and they do very very well with they get franchising. They understand it's about systems and building people and training people and developing them. So, so yes. However, we, we love the dynamic passion driven person as well. That's willing to join a team nine round and willing to be coached and trained and follow a system. So the answer is we, we will do, we will take both of those.
1: Now, um, how did kind of COVID impact uh the business in terms of a lot of locations weren't allowed to have face to face? Were you the way you're set up, it sounds like you might already kind of have some social distancing as part of just the makeup of the fitness center, but did that really impact you or were you able to navigate that pretty well?
0: Well, you know, it impacted us a lot. I think, you know, restaurants and fitness centers and gyms really got hit the hardest, I think. Uh, but you're right. Our model is set up, you know, our stations are minimum seven, eight feet apart. So the social distancing piece is actually pretty easy for us to do. Um, but again, physical people breathing hard, huffing and puffing. Yes, it did cause a lot of, uh, operational issues, but you know what? We, we capitalized on that. We created an in-home, uh, at-home workout. We have an app called nine round. Now, a lot of nine round franchise owners are selling this piece as an at home only workout. And they're being able to take the revenue from that or include it in the membership to make the membership more robust and uh, more well-rounded. So you have an in-studio membership, but you also have your app where you can plug on and turn it on at home. We're on all the apps, the Roku, the iOS, the Android. Um, So, you know what, we built a studio at our headquarters to film these workouts in and we have all the fancy lights and cameras and we're on all the apps. So, you know, in, in great crisis comes, you know, innovation and different uh, technology that's a- advancing. And we're proud to be a part of that and lead the way in that. So so yes, it impacted us. It's been hard. It's not been easy. You know, we're in 17 countries too. So that throws a whole nother wrinkle in because the U.S., you know, half of the U.S. is, is vaccinated and and, the, and doing better with, with COVID. We're handling it better. But now there's, you know, the the variant, and then you have the other countries are not far as far along as we are. For for example, Australia, a lot of them are on total lockdown. We're getting ready to open up our first location in Vietnam, but we can't. The whole country's locked down all of a sudden. So has it been hard? Yes. But you know, some good things have come out and a good innovation that has come out of it, Lee.
1: So now what what has it been like for you as an entrepreneur? Somebody who came up as a professional athlete and is now kind of growing this, um, massive global franchise network. Um, any advice for the folks out there, maybe with an emerging brand themselves and how they can, uh, you know, they aspire to where you're at right now.
0: Absolutely. Um, you know, the advice is don't let the business outgrow you, right? A lot, a lot of founders, sometimes, you know, founder and CEO are two different things. And I've, So far, I've been very blessed. I've been able to learn the CEO piece and the business piece, and I'm still learning it every single day. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of founders don't continue on to become, you know, the CEO and operate the business, operate the chain at this level. Um, So if you are one of those people, you have to decide. The advice is, do you want to learn how to run the business or do you want to just be a founder and you know not really be in the day-to-day operations of running a business i i've decided yes i want to be the operating the business so i enjoy it i love it i enjoy building a team and learning business systems and uh so those are things you have to decide if you if you want to do so whatever the decision is commit to it and uh don't let the business outgrow yourself and rock and roll
1: Now, do you think that you might have somewhat of a competitive advantage being an athlete at at the highest level like you have been, and you have been surrounded by coaching and great coaches and leaders, that you just see that as part of the team as having a coach or a great leader? Um, So therefore, you kind of gravitate towards that role, or maybe you look for people that have those qualities?
0: Oh, 100%. I mean, being competitive be a competitive fighter or being a professional athlete has helped me be competitive in business. And I think anyone, and I think everyone's competitive to a certain extent, but I take it even further. I like to win. I like to beat my kid in Mario Kart too, you know, and playing video games. So I'm just competitive, right? So yes. And you have to be, you have to have that drive to win in business. You have to be competitive. I mean, it's a competitive world. And um, I look, I, I have trainers still today that, that, you know, in business trainers, coaches, and also physical trainers and coaches. So everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs to be held accountable. Everyone needs to be pushed uh, to go as far as you can possibly go. And absolutely, it's helped me. Yes.
1: Now, how do you help your franchisees? Is coaching involved um, as part of what the franchisee gets? Is there access to kind of these great leaders that you get to uh, um, benefit from?
0: Absolutely. I mean, we think it's the most important thing we can do as a franchisor is the training, and that's also teaching. So our people, our we call them franchise business coaches, have to be good at teaching franchisees. We do regional trainings. Everybody has uh, a franchise business coach in house. We we're out there a corporate rep when they open. Um, if they're struggling, we'll go see them. We have annual conventions. Uh, we have online training modules that they go through. Online uh, universities they go through. I mean. It it goes on and on. And it's something that continuously has to evolve. And and it's very, very important. And people call it training, but it's really teaching, you know, training and teaching, basically the same thing. You have to be teaching and become a good teacher. So everyone here needs to really work. We really work hard on our communication skills, our teaching ability, our teaching skills. And we're saying, what do franchisees need? We have a franchise advisory council. We're asking them, hey, tell us like. What training do you need on marketing so we'll find that we'll develop it well if we can't find it we'll make it so so you're right 100% um, I think good franchise systems out there have great training slash teaching programs, and it's very important.
1: Now, for the folks that are in a local market, um, what separates kind of the rock stars from the kind of middle of the pack? What are they doing in their local market to really be successful and serve and really nurture the relationships that you need to have in order to serve a local community?
0: Great question. It's all about execution, franchising. You know, we have the playbook done. It's who can execute the best. And a lot of people don't understand that marketing is one of the most important things you can possibly do. It's why I'm on this radio show right now. What am I doing? I'm marketing, right? And because, I mean, a great example that I tell everyone is McDonald's. They don't have the best product, but they sell more hamburgers than anyone in the world. Now, why is that? Why is that? What's the marketing they have? I mean, it's the marketing they've done years and years, you know, consistently over and over and over. So, in the community, you have to execute. You have to be out in the community, be the face of the community. You need to be the nine round, nine round guy or girl or gal out there. You have to be the face. And, you, and it has to be consistently done. Do we want a great product? Absolutely. Do we give a good product? hundred percent. But without the marketing, no matter how good your product or service is, if you don't do it and do it consistently, no one's going to get helped by it, get served, as you like to say. And I like that terminology. We're serving, Right. We keep that attitude, keep marketing. That's how you win in this business.
1: Now, what do, um, what are you looking at as you continue to expand? What are the next, you know, the end of this year and next year look like for you guys?
0: Yeah, great, great question. We're, we're hopefully going to open in three new countries, uh, Vietnam, Indonesia, and Qatar in the Middle East. Uh, we, we have a pretty big presence over there in the Middle East, especially Saudi Arabia. We have almost 40 locations in Saudi Arabia. We're going to continue with our app. We're doing some new technology inside our studio with screens, uh, workout screens, coaching screens by the workout stations to help give the customer a better experience. Uh, So a lot of innovation, uh, a lot of exciting things happening. And, uh, you know, we're hoping to finish the year strong and start 2022 strong because, you know, New Year's is coming, a big time of year for us, New Year's first quarter of 2022. So we're just ramping up, staffing up here. We have more on the home office staff. We have more team now than we did before COVID. And I'm very proud of that. So uh, we're, we're excited to continue growing and continue kicking.
1: Well, if somebody wants to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on the team, uh, what is the website?
0: Easy, 9round.com. That's the number nine, R-O-U-N-D.com. We're looking forward to getting as many people punching and kicking as we can, Lee.
1: Well, congratulations on all the success, Shannon. And uh, you're doing amazing work and, and we really appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it.
1: All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.